Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. If you are new and welcome back if you are a regular and a part of the fam. My name is Fatima and the Sobity Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower women through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. So before we dive in, let's chat about a few ways that you can support the show. The first way is by subscribing wherever you are listening. The second way is to share with a friend. If you think that this episode or this show will provide value to their lives, please go ahead and drop them that link. The third way is to rate and review via iTunes or wherever you're listening, but iTunes is probably the most primary source where my listeners come from. So make sure you head over there and leave a comment about why you like the show and leave a rating. And then finally is by submitting your questions via email, which is soulbdchat at gmail.com. My personal Instagram, Fatima underscore Farmer, or by sending a voice message right here on Anchor if that's where you're listening. So, without further ado, let's get into today's show. Okay, so I'm really excited about this episode because this is basically like the part two of what it's like to work with a therapist. The first episode that I did talking about this topic was about working with a therapist online. And in this episode, I'm going to share what it's like to work with a therapist in real life. And I'm also going to give you a little bit of tea on some things that I actually learned and took away from working with a therapist. So if you missed the first episode, you definitely want to go check that out so you can learn more about my journey, how long I've been working with a therapist, etc, etc. I also have some YouTube videos where I share more of my my personal journey, um, struggles with different mental health things but really I would just encourage you to check out those resources first if you want to kind of get like a lay of the land before you dive into this episode because this is really going to be about how you can make the most of your experience if you're working with a therapist in real life or if you're just considering it like I know I I feel like I have a lot of friends that when I talk when they ask me about therapy they're always like I've been thinking about it for a while but I just don't know what to expect I don't know what's going to happen so hopefully this will give you some insight as to what to expect, what comes with working with a therapist, what you can get out of it. So first and foremost, before we get started, what is the purpose of therapy? So this is not the Webster's Dictionary version of it, but this is the the definition that I came up based upon what I've experienced so far. And therapy basically provides a safe space to process your emotions, triggers, and trauma. Um, It empowers you or you should be empowered with tools to continuously support yourself after and in between sessions as well so with therapy it really is something that you should kind of assess your life and see if there are areas that are causing emotions triggers or trauma and you want to talk through with an unbiased professional I think that's the best part right because you can find safe spaces to process your emotions triggers and traumas and you can find tools especially with like all the communities online like this one for example but this is not therapy because I'm inserting a lot of my opinions um a lot of communities people are inserting their opinions you know you may have a question and seek guidance from people within that community but it's not necessarily therapy because our input is going to be biased based upon what we experience in life so the cool thing about working with a professional that has been trained to listen and not necessarily to insert their opinions but really to just guide you to getting insights of your own um 
if the therapist is good, you should not have to worry about um, having someone else's input or or background impact your sessions. Um, also, I would recommend that you consider therapy almost as maintenance um, or let's just use the car as an example, right? When you, you have your car, you have to do your routine oil changes. You have to put gas in it. You have to get it washed every once in a while, get the inside cleaned. You don't have to, but it would be nice, right? Um, and then also you have those moments where like it breaks down and you have to call the tow truck and take it to the shop or like something goes horribly wrong and you have like a major issue that needs to be fixed, right? So there's those two extremes. We can kind of view our mental health in the same way where it could just be this routine checkup, like this just a weekly thing that you do just to make sure everything is running smoothly or it could be something that you do for a short period of time because you are going through a really stressful or traumatic or emotional period um you can look at it in those two ways there's no right or wrong way it really is just what you need at that current time i've used it in both situations i've used it where i felt like i was literally having like a crisis and i've also used it or worked with someone when i felt that it was just maintenance it was just like i just want to have a routine checkup with someone that can provide guidance listen to my problems and offer support so you can choose of whichever those buckets best fit you um and even the cadence that you go, I wouldn't sit here and say, oh, you have to go every single week or you have to go every single month. I think you do what works for your life, what works for your budget, what um, what you feel like you need at the current time. But um, for starters, for me, I started with going... Um, I started with going once a week initially like I was I was like I said I was working online and then I switched to real life and I was going once a week every single week I was going to have a session with my therapist and now I've kind of gotten to that point where because things feel really good and things feel really clear and I feel really positive and really happy I'm finding myself not needing to go on a regular basis and what I've been doing instead is um just jotting down things that come up where I'm like okay this is what I def some of the things I definitely want to talk about when I do go and have my session so now I want to talk a little bit about how to find a therapist if you are new to it and you're like I actually don't know where to start so the best resource like the number one resource that I would recommend is psychology today if you go to the website there is a little like excuse me a little search bar or a little navigation bar that says find a therapist and you can literally type in your zip code and that's how I find my th found my therapist and all of the um, local um, therapists in your area will show up it'll show you their phone number where they're located it'll tell you a little bit about the type of work that they do um, It'll show you their certifications and all of that. And of course, you want to take it a step further and, you know, actually get, like go to their website, look up, you know, their reviews, do all of that stuff. But do your research is what I would say is make sure you do your research. I am so fortunate that I was able to use psychology today. I found someone that seemed like she was a good match and um, it worked out. We've been together for maybe since March now and it's about to be July. Um, so yeah, I would encourage you to do your research and also know that finding a therapist sometimes is like dating. Like you, 
it's rare that you just find like the first person you go to is just going to be this magical fit it can happen but it doesn't always happen so be open-minded to the fact that you may find someone and start working with them and then later realize that it's not the best match and that is okay there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with them essentially you just aren't a good match for each other Another resource that I would like to share, especially for my brown and black gals, is uh, Therapy for Black Girls. And let me just pull up the website because I haven't been to it in a very long time. Um, But it is a resource that I went to a few times in the past. Um, Therapy for Black Girls. She also has a podcast if anyone is interested in checking that out. But um, therapy for black girls is a great place to start if you are like, I want to work with a black therapist. Um, She is a therapist herself. She offers amazing advice on her podcast. And she also has a therapist directory. So I don't know if she covers the entire U.S. Let me just do a quick search and see what comes up. Um, But... I see that she has this, you can choose by state, you can choose by what kind of insurance you have, and you can just pop in your zip code, or you can even um, just search by nearby locations. And let's see what comes up, just out of curiosity, what comes up in my area. So nothing came up in my area, so I'm assuming that she probably only has um, listings for like major cities. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind. But she does work with clients online, I believe, but her her schedule is usually very booked. So I just typed in um, a New York zip code and I'm seeing that there's about like nine therapists that showed up. So it really probably just depends on where you are located um, if you're using therapyforblackgirls.com. So I'll put the resources to that in the description box if you want to check out her website. And then... A little bit of what to expect. So, like I mentioned, um, it may not be a perfect match the first time. So, that's one thing to expect. Some of the other things to expect, your first session is really just going to be like you guys getting to know each other. So, there's going to be a lot of preliminary questions where you may walk away feeling like, I don't really know if I got anything out of that because it really is just her kind of setting the foundation and getting a chance to learn like where you are mentally and what you're going through, right? And you should uh, maybe set some goals during your first session. I believe during my either first or second session, we set goals of what I wanted to accomplish so that we were clear and on the same page. Um, but I remember my first session, I was like, uh, I don't really know if that helped because it was just like a lot of like goal setting, getting to know each other, asking very like basic questions. Um, but it could also turn into a very... Um, like profound conversation you know it could it could turn into something much deeper so just be prepared for just casual conversation getting to know each other or it, she could ask a question that could strike a nerve um or maybe you could be in a situation that's really deep and heavy and you're just like look I just need to get all this out you know like I just need to talk about what I'm feeling um and that's okay I think a, a good therapist would be able to help you to like set up those goals and establish like that timeline but also be able to just support you if you really just need support in that moment um something else I would say that you can expect is expect to get really uncomfortable like really 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 uncomfortable because something that I've learned from therapy is that um your therapist is really helping to kind of like create that little safe container right so 
this may be for some it may be your first time experiencing that level of emotional support and that can be really uncomfortable when you're not used to it when you have someone that is really like just looking into your eyes and really using words that are affectionate and kind and showing you that hey I'm really here to support you and to listen to you that can make you feel very uncomfortable if it's not something that you are used to um so yeah just know that you you will have to get vulnerable you will have to be very transparent you will essentially like if you really want to see transformation through therapy it's going to require you to share like some of your darkest secrets some of the things that you probably would not want to share with anyone else because you may feel embarrassed or ashamed or guilty even but that is how the real growth happens is by being so honest to the point where like you feel uncomfortable but it also allows you to build trust it allows you to build trust that like okay this is a safe space and I can share what I'm feeling no matter how big or how small so I would encourage you if you are gonna sign up for therapy or if you're thinking about it like commit to showing up by really being transparent and really allowing yourself to go there and and not holding back in your sessions if you want to make the most out of it it's going to be hard I'm not going to sit here and tell you that therapy is all like rainbows and sunshines because it's not I mean you can get to that point where you look back like I feel like I'm at that point now where I look back and I'm like yo I've grown so much this is crazy but initially it's going to be scary it's going to be hard and it's going to bring up a lot of difficult and painful emotions so be open to that um okay so let's get to the good part right because you're probably like oh girl everything you're saying right now does not make me want to set up that appointment but there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that is the growth that comes out of therapy I have grown tremendously I have grown so so much and I am so grateful to my therapist so grateful that I was able to afford it so grateful that um, I was in a position to be open-minded to it. I am just grateful. Um, but some of the things, like some of the huge lessons, life lessons that I've learned, and it's so funny because I look back over at my, my goals that I set for myself back in December, which was like technically my new year. My birthday is my new year. My birthday is in December. And I set these goals for myself. And I was like, these are the things that I want to work on internally, financially, etc. And just looking back over that list and seeing all of the goals that I have actually accomplished, like material goals, but more so those internal things, those spiritual things, those emotional things, to see that I've been able to implement those through working with a therapist and implementing a lot of the strategies that I learned in therapy. I'm just so proud and so happy. So let's get into it. The first thing that I learned was self-compassion. And this is not in the order of like when I learned the lessons. These are just the list, the order that I have written down. But one of the things that I learned is self-compassion. And I am definitely going to make a deep dive about this topic in the future. But self-compassion is basically just allowing yourself to really offer that emotional support. Like being the first person in your life to offer emotional support to yourself. Um it may sound like a foreign concept if you're not familiar with it but for me it was really transformative because like I was sharing before I personally was not used to um having compassion for myself 
I'm extremely empathetic and I have compassion for my friends, my family, people that I don't even know, strangers, homeless people, like people that I walk past on the street. Like I, I have so much compassion and love for people outside of myself, but oftentimes it feels, it felt in the past, it felt unnatural to have compassion for myself. Um, And I'm sure if you are anything like me, you can probably relate to that, where it's just like, if you're dealing with something personally, you're just like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, just get over it. It'll be fine. But if someone else is dealing with something, you're like, you know, it makes sense that you feel this way. You know, like you're able to offer that support to them, but maybe not to yourself. And self-compassion is something that I was able to practice in that little container with my therapist that really transformed how I talk to myself like that negative self-talk in my mind I'm able to catch it now I'm so much more mindful now and I'm able to put it in perspective of the lens of what would I tell a friend um so that's one thing that I'm super proud of and super grateful for another lesson was the ability to express my needs and emotions to people who care about me so now it's like going from expressing it to myself and for myself and then now I'm at the point where I can ask my friends and my family and people that I know care about me hey this is what I need from you in this moment this is the type of support that I need from you can you support me in this way um sometimes it's just like hey I need to talk or hey I'm having a really tough day can we hang out you know it's like it sounds so simple but when that's something that you are not comfortable with doing, like if you are one of those women or men that you're just like, I can deal with this, I can figure it out, you're very independent and self-sufficient, that may sound like, what? Like I would never reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm having a rough day, can we talk? Or hey, I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z, I would love your support in this way. But that's one of the beautiful things about working with a therapist is that they're able to help you get to that point because you practice it with your therapist. You practice with them what it's like to have healthy relationships. Um, So that is something that really came up for me. Another thing was forgiveness. I won't go too much into that because it's pretty self-explanatory. Another thing that really, really was amazing to see was my ability to set boundaries um, and to speak up for myself. And then finally, um, something that I learned was healthy soothing techniques so I've talked about this before in the podcast of how when I in the past when I felt stressed or overwhelmed I would usually turn into overindulging in food like snacking like that is my thing or was my thing rather and now after you know consistently working with my therapist I have developed so many more positive habits where if I find myself feeling stressed or overwhelmed I have like this arsenal of this toolkit of resources that I can turn to that don't involve overindulging. Um, And I talk about a lot of them on this podcast, like going for walks or journaling or meditating or um, coloring. Um, But those are different strategies that like I knew of them but through therapy I was actually able to put them into practice so there's still some things I'm working on like some very big heavy things that I'm still working on and going through and processing because it's a journey right and it's never really done because we're always growing but um these are the areas that I found that therapy really helped me to transform in my life so I would encourage you if you're thinking about it to um really you know give it a shot do your research 
find someone in your area that either takes your insurance or someone that you can afford to work with and really test it out. You know, it doesn't hurt to test it out. Um, And one other thing I want to share, I guess, my opinions on if I think online is better or in-person is better. I would say for me, I saw the most growth with in-person because it really required a level of vulnerability and transparency that over the phone just couldn't provide. Like it's, it's one thing to talk on the phone with someone about how you're feeling, but it's a whole nother thing to literally sit face to face with the person and tell them, you know, or like role play or tell them, you know, how you feel in that moment or to express like your darkest secrets. It it just requires a, a completely different level of transparency. So I would encourage you to give it a shot if it's something you've been thinking about for a while. Maybe this is the confirmation you need it. But um, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot them over to me via email, which is linked down in the description box if you are unsure so we chat at gmail.com and um you can always message me on instagram i love taking questions on instagram um or you can send me a voice message via anchor if that is where you are listening so i love you guys thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you very very soon